Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a CC Radio podcast. It was just the most massive thing I've ever seen. To tell you the honest truth, I thought, well... We're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here. The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left. Another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out. Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five star rating and review or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family and that would help us grow. Tonight, I'm joined by Dylan, and Dylan's the host of one of my favorite podcasts of all time, the Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, which is produced here in Australia as well. Dylan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Cade. I must say I'm a massive fan of your show, so it's great to be here with you tonight. Mate, it's this is just going to be a roundtable of saying how much we like each other's podcasts, because <laughs> to be honest, mate, you, you do a really fantastic show. And uh, for, for those who listen to this podcast, definitely go check out Dylan's show, because his audio quality is about 10,000 times better than mine. The guy's like a, an audio engineer or something like that. It sounds perfect. Ah, oh, thanks, man. So, mate, what got you uh, What got you down this whole paranormal rabbit hole? Because that's exactly what it is. You Once you step into this, there's no coming out. That is exactly right. I think after you open your mind up to everything paranormal, you just you can't close it. It's You just get deeper and deeper and further into it. But I'm not really sure exactly where it started, but I've always kind of remembered and just enjoying frightening spooky kind of content and then obviously kind of getting more into maybe the scientific kind of aspect of it like I remember um just always enjoying the thing of being scared I think as a kid which was always kind of weird loved horror movies and everything and then um I remember I was was quite young and my um grandfather had some old like VHS tapes from the 80s of some UFO documentaries and close encounter type experiences and I remember watching those which what I wouldn't say the I wouldn't say the content was mature but it was obviously for adults and kind of a little bit frightening I suppose to you know hear about people openly speak about the idea of being abducted by aliens and so on but I was like wow this is actually 
kind of happening. And then from there, I remember, you know, being in high school, going into the library and finding like UFO books and people being like, you don't actually believe in this. Do you? I'm like, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. And then now, you know, we're in 2020 and now, you know, look at look at the world now and people are, you know, actually coming to the realisation of, oh, this actually does exist and so on. So it's like, yeah, well, look at that. But um, it's always been this ongoing thing. And then I think... Um, I think I started Paranormal Thoughts in 2016 and it was just this moment. I was driving home really late one night and I'm a massive fan of podcasts, always have been, and it wasn't originally meant to start out like a podcast. I just kind of opened up um, my recording software, set up my mic. Uh, It was probably like, you know, one in the morning, real real sort of early in the morning and just started speaking. And uh, I was like, I don't really know what this is, but... I um, saved the file as like paranormal thoughts because that's literally what it was. I was just there kind of talking to myself almost like a journal in a way of just what I sort of believe and, you know, my sort of view on it. And then I ended up just putting it on the internet. I mean, I just added the word podcast on the end. So there was uh, paranormal thoughts podcasts and literally that is online still now. That is the first episode. And if you do listen to it, which I don't really recommend, like <laughs> I don't even, like I'm, I'm very confused and I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to put this on the internet. I mean, I kind of did. And that's kind of just where it started. I just wanted to express my sort of thoughts and it all just kind of spread from there really. And that's one thing I actually really enjoy about your podcast is that you it's almost like a, a self-discovery for yourself about the the topic that you're talking about because you go into each of the things that you talk about and it's kind of like here's the here's the facts that I that I know here's the facts that are kind of well not facts maybe rumors or you know the speculation around uh, topic X Y and Z and here's how I I feel about those and it's, it's not like you, you kind of go out there and say, this is definitely what's going on. You just kind of air your thoughts, which I think is a, a really, really, I guess, refreshing way of, of doing something with the paranormal. Because, as you know, there's there's researchers out there who go absolutely nuts if you think the way that you're doing it is the right way and it's different to theirs. And it's kind of like you, you just start an, an absolute shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's sort of. I guess it's a very selfish way of me doing it. It's like here's my thoughts, and if you don't kind of agree with that, then that's that's totally fine. But it's that's just kind of what it was because I felt the need that a lot of other people were talking about these kind of topics, and they would either just speak with other people or just kind of say, you know, here's here's what I've read, and that's kind of it, and just kind of leave it as a bit of a closed book. But it's like if someone's listening to you and returns to you to hear you know, all these different stories and all this research that you're doing, like surely they're probably somewhat interested in what you believe. And I'm finding the more and more I do it, the more and more sceptical I'm kind of getting. And it's becoming a lot harder for me now to kind of um, look into some certain topics and go like, okay, how can this possibly be happening? Like surely there's another explanation. So it's kind of, it is that thing of that journey, that sort of discovery of um, just what all this really means, you know. I think that's a really good way of approaching basically any topic when it comes to the to the weird and wonderful world of the paranormal you know be that yaois be that ufos be that ghost because if you go out there and you really have that mindset that everything that you kind of see read or or watch is 100% legit you kind of end up looking like a little bit of a fool because it's everyone i'm so keen to to believe everything that i see but I go through a, a process of illumination and I, I try to find like what's wrong with this, what's fake about this. And then if I have nothing else left to kind of pull apart on it, I go, oh, geez, that might be legit. Yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly 
what really everyone should do to a certain extent, you know, take all the information, you know, question. That's that's literally what I think the paranormal really is. It's just questioning everything. You know what I mean? It's just that thing of um, as much as you want to believe sometimes, you know, it totally goes back to that X-Files thing all the time. But um, it does do a service, you know, to these topics if you kind of, you know, don't just jump straight in without kind of maybe having a little look and having a little bit of a think because I think that's the big thing with the paranormal and, you know, every and everything. Like conspiracy theories have a really negative connotation, but it's like, no, 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 that is once again just questioning everything, not just taking it at face value, you know, but people, um, it sort of, yeah, it sort of muddies the water a bit when people don't do exactly that. They just kind of jump in and go, this is what I believe now. This is This is what this is. Absolutely. And I do it also as a kind of a justice to the people who have been guests on my show before because I I only put people on the show who I believe have genuine encounters or, yeah. you know, have, have genuinely believed that they've had that type of encounter. And if I if I go out there and I start saying, that's real, that's real, that's real, and start pulling Oprah Winfrey, you know, everyone's seen the paranormal. <laughs> it's um it's it's a real uh, disservice to anyone who's come on my show to to share something that they've genuinely encountered. Of course, yeah, and that's that's the best way to do it. And I'm the same too. I don't have a ton of guests on my show, but when I do, believe me, like I truly believe that whatever they've experienced uh, is real to them in whatever regard, you know. So it's good to hear that, you know, and I've listened to your show a bunch, so I kind of already got that anyway, but I feel like we're very much so on the same page there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so Dylan, when it comes to, to doing a, a paranormal-type podcast... Have you had a paranormal encounter yourself? Yeah, I've had quite a few, I suppose. And um, and they're nothing too out of the ordinary, I suppose, you know, for a lot of people listening. I think when you start to speak with people, a lot of people tend to have something unusual and maybe somewhat unexplained that's happened to them, you know. I feel like um, my family is sort of very much so like that. Like my grandmother, you know, used to tell the story that she uh, would see like a lady in white watching over my dad's crib back in England and so on when he was uh, an infant. And then even, you know, like my mum, even her whole side of the family too, you know, I've kind of always believed in um, paranormal and so on. And like my mum would wake up in the middle of the night, see like these red orbs in her room and weird things like that have always kind of, you know, I guess sort of just growing up with that, I, was, I must say like my parents sort of did grow, sort of raised me in a sense to, be aware of that stuff a little bit. And I would do the exact same thing, you know, when I have kids as well as uh, just being open to things. But I guess, like, activity would always seem to happen at my parents' house, right? And it was only ever ever when someone had passed recently. So I'd always assumed it to be a family member. And I can tell you something as of recent as two weeks. So literally a month ago, um, my dad's dad passed. And so I went back to Queensland and stayed with my parents. And we were all sitting on the patio. And then um, the TV in the lounge room was just on in the background. It kept turning itself up. And that is such a typical thing that like my grandfather would do. (laughs) And like, it's just that thing of, okay, the TV's never turned itself up before. So it's not just going to start doing that, you know? So it's always been things like that. So um, I've had a fair few uncles pass and so on. And, you know, I'd be eating dinner 
the dinner table, all, you know, my whole family downstairs would hear footsteps upstairs and we'd all be looking at one another like, okay, that's one of mum's brothers or so on. Or even I remember coming home, I think I came home from uni one day, it was like the middle of the day, and I can't tell you exactly what was going on upstairs, but there was enough kind of movement and ruckus for me to think that either my dad was really home or my sister. There was there was even just like an energy of someone's home. So I just kind of, you know, I don't think I went upstairs. And then, I don't know, I must have been downstairs for about an hour or so. And I was like, where where is whoever was upstairs? And I go up there and there's just no one home. I was like, okay, that's really weird. You know, so just little things like that, I suppose, which, you know, you could easily dismiss or so on. But um, one evening in that same house, I was sitting out on the patio with my mum and she was facing uh, she was facing me and she was looking into the kitchen and I was facing away kind of at a, a wall. So the kitchen light was, I guess, splashing onto the wall behind my mum. So, uh, you know, I'm just seeing nothing but light on the wall. And um, I'm just chatting to my mum and I see this perfect silhouette of someone walking behind me and then that shadow is casting onto the wall I'm looking at. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, okay, I guess my sister's just come downstairs to get something or what have you. Um, there was a perfect figure of a person, right? So I was like, okay, fair enough. And then half an hour later, I hear my sister come down the stairs. I was like, I don't. I was like, hang on, I don't, I don't remember her hearing her go back up the stairs. So I turn around, she's in the kitchen just doing whatever. I was like, oh, um, weren't you just down here? Like, I don't remember you going upstairs. She's like, no, I've been down like all night. I was like, no, but I saw you walk. Well, I saw something and it, must, it would have to have been you, like dad's in bed. She's like, no, 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 uh, I haven't been downstairs. And I was like, I definitely saw a perfect silhouette of someone. That's you know, that creepy. That, I think that was the very, that was probably the first moment I ever kind of went, that was 100% real. There's nothing else that could have done that. So you were pretty much a believer before you had that encounter there. Is that safe to assume? Yeah, definitely. So that happened there. Did did that kind of just change things for you after that? Yeah, a little bit, I think. Um, I think it's that thing of once you have an encounter similar to that and you, I guess you already believe to prior to that, it's just reassuring that it's like, okay, all of these stories that you hear what you you know you watch on TV, you listen to podcasts, you read about. It's like okay, this is one of those moments, you know. And it's just it, it's they happen so fast in a sense as well. Sometimes, um, like another massive moment for me, just like this is jumping ahead some years. I did a ghost hunt um, at the Bogger Road Jail in Brisbane, and. It was, it was a very quiet night. There wasn't much activity going on. I think they split us up into three groups or so. And I made my mum come with me because no one else wanted to come with me. My girlfriend didn't. None of my friends were too keen on it. Um, but my mum, obviously having some experiences herself, I was like, I think you should come and do this tour. And she, was, she wasn't that keen. Like she, She's interested in the paranormal, but it, it freaks her out, Like you know, which is totally understandable. But I was like, no, 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 we're going to go and we're going to go like look for them. Like, it's going to be really fun, trust me. So um, we're at this jail and it's the middle of winter, it's freezing. And uh, a group of us are on the second floor of a, I believe it was like a wet hall for the guards. Uh, but at one point it was also a hospital. So there's maybe 12 of us with the tour guide in this room. 
uh, this big, just wooden floored room. There's only like one way in, one way out. We, you know, came through a door, went up two flights of stairs. Then, um, then we were just in this massive hall, pretty much. So we were all sitting down uh, the very back wall, furthest away from where we entered. And we're all just sitting there quietly. And then we hear these clear as day footsteps coming up the stairs to the point where, like, my mom started panicking. She's like, what is that? You know, and then the fact of I was there with 12 other people and we're all just looking at one another, like, it was the most eerie thing when those footsteps got to the top of the staircase and there's just nothing there. And that was that was probably the biggest moment. That's probably the biggest thing I've experienced where I've just gone. I've just witnessed this with 12 other people. That was full on. You know, it was the most unsettling thing in a sense, but it was just that massive moment of, wow, this is actual evidence that there's enough people here that have all witnessed it that was that couldn't have been faked. There's a clear difference when you know you're in a room and you're hearing something uh, as well. But I was just that was probably the moment a few years ago now. Uh, that was before I started the podcast too, I believe. But um, that was probably the, that one moment where I'm going, wow, this is there's something to this. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just $5 a month. Yeah, that's a, that's a moment that just kind of changes everything, really. If, if you want to, if you want to believe it before then, you, you would have been after that because I, I'm always a, a really, really big fan of experiences that are shared with other people and yeah. to, to share it with 12 others. That's, that's huge, you know, like to, to go there and say, yeah, we, we were all here and we all heard the same thing and we didn't see anyone at the top of those stairs. That's, yeah. a, that's a big thing. Yeah, it was just that that moment. And people have said to me, well, okay, you were on a ghost hunt. Like that, that could have easily been faked. And um, I've sort of said, yeah, like that is something that could easily be faked, but you'd have to be in the room and get the sense of what we were there to do. Uh, my big thing was, it was that was the only thing that happened that night. I was like, if they're going to fake this, we're going to be getting, you know, we better be getting a show, really, you know what I mean, if we're paying for this. But it's, it's totally that thing of you just have to be there to really experience what it's, even this, the feeling of 12 people just being like, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. Your brain starts to think, we're meant to see someone right now. There's no one there. You know, it was just, it was insane. It was probably the coolest thing I've ever experienced, really. Is there anything that you've discovered throughout your, I guess, your travels throughout the podcast world of, of the paranormal that that kind of really stick with you more than others? Um, I guess, like, I always come back to um, the whole UFO alien abduction kind of thing. It, it fascinates me time and time again. 
you know, I suppose the only the only experiences I've really had are sort of more traditional paranormal ghostly kind of experiences. But there's something about this alien kind of topic which it's it's so deep and there's so many different angles, there's so many different researchers, experiences who have similar but massively different stories and it's it's constantly a thing where people find out that I'm into it and it becomes a bit of a like a joke as well, which I'm totally happy to play into as well, you know. It's 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 all good and well, but um it's that thing of it's it's just fascinating. You find like a little bit more information, you go, This this makes total sense to the way our society works now, or you know, in the whole ancient alien type theory. It's just I feel it's so heavily connected to mankind and human life that it's it's so much bigger too than I suppose like you know me talking about it on a paranormal podcast but it's just still it's it's still you know it hasn't quite gotten the the legs that it sort of needs for more people to really take it seriously I think it's obviously a massive topic and people always love coming back to it but for me it's just it's so you can't deny it you know what I mean like what people are seeing I think there's so much evidence but um that's the thing for me where I don't know I just love that topic and a lot of other people do but I'm trying to always do justice to that particular uh theory yeah I I think the the whole alien UFO topic is one of the biggest rabbit holes that uh I guess a person could really go down because there is really so many different avenues that you can that you can go down because you've got the the I guess the standard UFO lights in the st- in the sky type of encounters where you know it it can be maybe easily explained or it can be totally unexplainable depending on the on the encounter uh then you then you go to the 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 far opposite side of that where you have people who who get abducted and some of those uh they vary so much you know you have people who have pleasant encounters you have people who have absolutely terrifying encounters it's um it's it's such a varied scale, and I think that's what interests me the most about that whole alien and, and, and UFO field because some of those things are they're, they're genuinely terrifying, and you, you really wouldn't want to wish them on anyone. Um, and then you hear some people who have these absolutely fascinating encounters with with UFOs, like um, people who have these gigantic UFOs that go right over the top of them, and they don't get to share the experience with anyone else, and it's just like wow. That that was that just for me. I know, right? It's, it's so fascinating the amount of stories that are so similar, but yet there's so many different. So that's always the thing. It's hard to know exactly what is going on. You know, is is it all you know related to government involvement? Is it not that? Is it you know? I don't know. It's and I kind of have really subscribed to the idea that um, ETs are God in some way, you know, I think they are the creators and so on and have been very influential in our existence and so on. And, you know, that a lot of people look at you weird when you talk about it like that, but it's like, nah, it's kind of, it's not far off when you start to really look at the sort of big picture, you know, it's, it's, it takes a lot to kind of get through to that, I think sometimes, but um, it's so it's so in depth and it's constantly just fascinating. There's always more and more to learn about and it, get, it gets pretty overwhelming. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard because at the end of the day, you still can't come to a conclusion, you know, unlike a lot of other topics within the paranormal, you know, like you mentioned Yowies earlier. Um, 
you know, you can look at experiences and I guess, you know, footprints or any sort of other evidence we can kind of conclude to and make somewhat of a pretty, I'd say, across the board um, scenario for what this being is. But, you know, when you look at something like just alien abductions, you're like, well, what is this? And I don't know, it's it really, it's really puzzling, but so fascinating at the same time. I may be putting you on the spot here, Dylan, but is there a, is there a UFO encounter slash abductee encounter that really stands out for you because you you do quite a lot of these type of topics on your podcast and it's something that you know if i if i had one percent more dedication to the craft like you do uh, I, I would i would do the research and and stuff like that but you know there's people like you out there who do this already and it, you do such a fantastic job but yeah is there is there a, a standout case for you when it comes to to the ufo field I wouldn't say there's just one. I think it, it becomes really interesting when you look at a bunch of very influential kind of cases and start to, you know, really connect dots, I suppose, in a sense. And I think it's it's interesting too because there's almost a bit of a um, timeline with some of this stuff. It's like you look at, you know, I guess the biggest first in abduction is, you know, your Betty and Barney Hill, which I believe is in 1966, maybe around that sort of time, I think. Um, and... You know, that's your very typical kind of grey alien type experience and so on. I mean, you know, you look at something like the Travis Walton case, which I can't exactly remember off the top of my head how he explained those beings, but they weren't your traditional kind of grey. And then, you know, even now I've spoken to people who have seen, you know, almost like U-shaped type skull, almost like hammerhead shark kind of um, beings and so on. So there's a lot of interesting timelines with you know i guess what people were kind of seeing at that particular time which i suppose makes sense if one particular species were conducting a bunch of experiences you know within a two-year kind of stint then i suppose you know those years people are going to be seeing that similar thing but um yeah the i don't know i, I have spoken to a lot of um everyday kind of experiences and i, I always love their stories because i guess the thing is when you look at you know i guess if you were to go into google and say you know top 10 uh, most influential or biggest UFO stories. They're often very pretty detailed, which is great, you know, but um, it is also that thing of so many people don't remember much of the experience as well. So I'm not saying that, you know, people couldn't remember, you know, the entire timeline if they were to go get, you know, have hypnotic regression type therapy or anything like that. But um, for the most part, what I've sort of found is people remember, you know, sort of almost like the beginning and the end and maybe tiny bit of the middle and so on but um from people i've spoken to it's been fascinating you know and quite traumatic for all these people too i've spoken to um one lady who was pregnant and she lost the baby but um it was a really strange almost like phantom pregnancy in a sense that she she was pregnant so she went back to her um doctor after this abduction and then uh, there was no trace at all of the fetus and she was some months pregnant so there would have been something even you know if the, the fetus had died or what kind of have you there should have been something to say yeah you were pregnant but you know she's in there you know the week before whatever having scans and like things like that where you're it's just you know a regular person and they're just telling you this it's like okay like this is this is real you know what i mean like this is very real to people and it's not all you know lights in the sky it was taken has some samples it's like there's something bigger uh, kind of going on in my opinion and it seems like that whole kind of hybrid 
kind of thing uh, definitely makes sense. They're definitely interested that we can, um, you know, have children and so on, whether or not they can or can't or, you know, I don't really know, but there's definitely some interest uh, in that aspect of us. I know that wasn't <laughs> I know that wasn't your question at all, but I've just kind of ended up there. But no, um, it's uh, that's great because you know it really does lead to a really interesting, I guess, discussion topic because um, I've had a, a guest on my show uh, multiple times, Jane Pooley, who um, who who's an alien abductee. Um, and has what she what she uh, references to humanian children. She was part of a, a selective uh, breeding yes. program. Yep. and um, she she claims that she has these these alien hybrid children. Uh, she would murder me for calling them that. She calls them humanians, but um, she she really alluded to the fact that she works in the professional field in 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 the medical industry, and um, she said that it is fairly. Oh, I wouldn't say fairly well known, but it is known enough in the medical industry that these types of, um, I guess, experiments or, or programs are happening where human mothers are producing fetuses that may not be of this earth, which really blew my mind. It's pretty wild, isn't it? To, and this is the thing. This is, you know, as you said, a medical professional who is coming forward and expressing this, you know, and there's a lot of people in a similar uh, position as well, and it's just it's just fascinating. Um, it's it's wild. It's honestly once you start to really just look into things, it's like how are we denying this? You know, it's just totally that thing of either people aren't ready or people will never kind of be ready. They're just happy, you know, to go to work, buy a house, buy a car, retire. You know, and that's that's kind of fine. We're definitely creatures of habit, but um. There are some of us who are like, no, 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 this is, there's there's stuff going on, you know, and it's, we kind of want to know a lot of it. And I don't think, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't think we'll ever really get the full story in our lifetime, in all honesty, but I think it's just so fascinating to um, to look into it. And that's the biggest thing, like, as you just said there, uh, speaking with experiences, that that's the best way to get the information, you know. There's this massive theory, you know, about government involvement and that we have to, you know, get all this declassified information from the government. But it's like you don't even need any of that, in my opinion, because people who have these experiences, you speak to enough of them and it starts to paint a pretty good picture and you can start to really just step back and go, okay, I can start to see a bit of a story that's going on here. And, you know, it's I think everyone, people already have the answers. It's already inside of a lot of people. It's just um, finding the right people to speak to and, you know, kind of make the conclusion from that. Definitely, definitely. And like you said, when you when you talk to all of these different people, you will find a common element. There's something that kind of links these stories in, in one way or another uh, to to really lead to the credence of, you know, these said experiences, these said uh, abductions, things like that. Definitely. It's, it is so wild, <laughs> in all honesty. It's, that's why I'm just so fascinated with the topic. So uh, if anyone's listening who hasn't really gotten into that whole world like prepare yourself because you're going to be uh, forever changed in all honesty it's it's wild but so fascinating so one of the um one of the big things that you you cover on your podcast is obviously the paranormal and you go into some some really fascinating topics and one of my uh one of my favorite episodes that you've done is is about the um i guess you would say exorcisms yes yes with um 
Long Island exorcist. He uh, he he's the only returning guest I've had on the podcast, and he. I'm trying to think when I first did that first episode, um, but it was some years ago now. And um, at that time, I think I, you know, made a post on like an exorcist type subreddit and was just like, is there anyone who wants to come forward and speak to me about exorcisms? Because I didn't necessarily believe in it, even though I'd spoken to people who were pretty, I don't know, they're pretty sure on it. But I was like, I don't know, it just doesn't really make any sense to me so i really wanted to um hear from someone and then uh here comes this guy by the name of the long island exorcist and he it was wild in all honesty it was not what i was expecting i was like okay so how does an exorcism work and he's like oh i perform uh, like meditation and reiki on people i was like what <laughs> yeah, really he's like yeah, yeah yeah like it's not this whole thing of praying over someone and then throwing up in buckets and levitating he's like that's that's not what it is it's these you know negative entities or you know just negative energy um just kind of taking over people to whatever extent and that he uses uh his reiki ability to pretty much work through people and he can do this remotely as well so you know i think he's in uh well, obviously he's in um, long island and he does this you know for people over america and so on um and he can exercise these people and i was just i was blown away because i was like this is not the conversation i thought we'd be having at all then here we were you know and then i've spoken to him uh, i think it was last year now and he it was sort of a new thing for him i think he'd been a reiki healer for quite some time but not really using it in that kind of way so now he's far more open with it and he's worked on a, a few fair few people now but i was just blown away because that's not what i was expecting whatsoever and then that made more sense to me rather than i guess like a biblical kind of uh priest or something praying because it's like well if it's energy why would you not use energy healing in order to relieve that person of that entity? Yeah. Yeah. It's um the the whole exorcism type of thing is it's it's such a weird and and unique type of, I guess, experience when it comes to the paranormal because it um it it will really make a an individual kind of question, you know, what's what's real when it comes to religion because um, I'm I'm not really one for for you know diving in deep on on religious talk because you know I, no. I believe everyone can believe what they they really want. Yeah. Um. But then it then it can really make you go well. You know, does if 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 there's that much evil that's out there, you know, is is there a good? Is there is there a balance to it? You know, is this like a, a Star Wars thing? Is a balance of a force type of type of thing? And it's kind of like well, you know. Do 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 evil, really bad things out there exist like that? That can take over you. That you can essentially be powerless to. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild to think. But um, and even just the last episode I did where I spoke to um some demonologists, which is very interesting as well. I spoke to a Catholic, a I guess an atheist per se, and a Satanist. So very very different sort of backgrounds, but um. They all kind of came to the same conclusion that there are entities out there which aren't too dissimilar from us um, that are demonic, and that's not, and that obviously has a very negative connotation around it as well. But um, that's a lot of new media, I suppose, even religion and so on, who's really victimised that. But my understanding is there are these entities not too dissimilar from us in the sense of they're quite selfish, very self-aware, you know, very much so like people. Um, kind of just doing their thing and 
you know, you can, you know, you can summon them if you so choose. And I don't know, every, every sort of entity has its own kind of thing. So if you say you wanted to curse someone, you could actually find a particular demon who will do that. But at the same time, you could do a um, ritual for, you know, making you wealthy if you so choose. And then, you know, potentially this entity will actually help you in your life to, to you know, become more wealthy and so on. So it's it was way more complex than I ever thought i suppose the whole demonic entities and exorcism type thing i think it's you know i think we all just have this very basic overview of it when you don't really know because i must say i didn't really know a ton about it but after speaking with people now i'm like okay i can get way more around this now because it's a little more scientific i would say than religious or even i guess even more spiritual you'd say than um religious so more scientific more spiritual yeah, it's it's so interesting because I find when it comes to the world of the paranormal, the unknown is that I don't think there's there's a right and wrong way to to approach any of these subjects. I think mm. there's just different ways. Definitely. Well, Dylan, it has been absolutely fascinating chatting with you, Matt. I could talk to you literally all night. We could we could go back in and compare war stories of <laughs> you know fantastic guests, things like that. But mate, I want to give you a couple of minutes to to really give yourself a, a good plug because I really do think the the listeners of my show will really, really enjoy yours because you know there's not many of us Aussie podcasters out here doing this this type of paranormal aspect when it comes to podcasting. So mate, let the let the people know where they can find you and um yeah, give yourself a, a good plug here. Oh, thank you. So pretty much wherever you get your podcasts currently, a Paranormal Thoughts podcast should be there. So, you know, I uh, post to literally SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I think those are sort of the big ones currently. But really anywhere you can get podcasts. We're on Instagram and Facebook. I always tell people to jump on the Instagram because that's kind of where um, I sort of do like, you know, polls and sort of ask questions. It's way more interactive over there and so on. Um, I also have a blog, which is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. And that's usually just for when I post a episode, if I have any external links or any kind of source material, I'll chuck it up on there. Um, and also Patreon as well. If you go and actually enjoy some of my podcasts, you can actually then get bonus content as well for every episode. So a bit of fun over there. But um, I think that's, that's really about it. But uh, yeah, I guess if you enjoy Cade's podcast, um, and you enjoy, uh, you must obviously enjoy the Aussie accent. So that's a must, <laughs> that's a big plus. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd love, you know, I'd love for you guys to come check it out. Um, Cause I must say my audience would, you know, if they haven't already found this podcast, which I can guarantee they have, cause Cade does very well <laughs> for himself. Um, they, yeah, it's, it's just a massive family pool of everything spooky and paranormal. I must say that we both do. So uh, I'd love for you guys to come check it out. Yeah, and I'll leave links in the in the show notes for the best places to to subscribe to that. And seriously, go give Dylan a, a subscribe. Go check him out. He does fantastic work, and his audio quality is second to none. So, Dylan, thank you for coming on the show again. It's been fantastic having you on, mate. And uh, we'll have to tee this up again sometime soon. Definitely. You'll be uh, hearing Cade on Paramount Thoughts Podcasts in the future, definitely. And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. Until next time, stay safe. And you've been listening to Believe Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio. 
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 